So if you read the newspaper today, two very, very important headlines. First, the PM is visiting Bangladesh for the 50-year celebration of the independence of Bangladesh. And the second major headline was the Supreme Court judgment of women officers in the military. Both these events are milestones in Indian history. And to honor and to acknowledge the veterans, Sipping Thoughts is excited to bring you this Let's Understand special session. We've got with us Captain Shweta Mishra, who's retired, who was from the initial batches who joined the Indian uh, Army. She also served the Army during the Kargil War and participated in Operation Parakram. She has been seen extensively on national TV channels and in print media over the last year, voicing for the Permanent Commission for Women in the Armed Forces. And she's going to tell us why the headlines that you've seen today are so, so special for women everywhere and specifically in India. We've sure. got with us Brigadier Suresh Murthy. He, during the 1971 Indo-Pak War, he was posted as a regimental medical officer in the army unit deployed in Bangladesh. He treated a lot of the wounded soldiers as bullets and bombs flew all around him during the war. And we've got with us Brigadier Swaminathan, who's also retired, who was the commanding officer of the army unit tasked to attack the Pakistan forces. He personally took the surrender from Pakistan's 13 FF battalion, which led to the independence of Bangladesh. So first of all, a very, very warm welcome to all of you and a big, big congratulations for this historical event that we are seeing today that's happening and we're celebrating the independence of the 50 year anniversary of Bangladesh. Meeta, thank you. I'm, thank you. I'm sure Meeta is as excited about this as I am. First of all, uh, thank you, sir, for being here. Congratulations, and we are proud of you because of you. So the other day, uh, me and Suketi, we were talking about 15 years completion of Bangladesh War, and why should we talking be talking about it? And uh, believe it. Uh, sometimes we feel that this is not our business to know about wars. We women, how does it matter to us on the platform? But when we started reading about it. I really feel ki why and how much you need to know about what happened, how did it happen. So I want to ask Captain Shweta because you approached that let's talk about it on the platform. Why do we need to know about this war? Uh, very good morning to everyone. Good morning. Hello, Sukirti and hello, Meeta. First of all, I will compliment you both for bringing up this uh, platform of zipping thoughts, uh, all uh, women-centric issues, and I love uh, the channel, love the idea, following you on social media. So, first of all, my heartfelt compliments for bringing up this beautiful uh, social media platform, and uh, my absolute honor to be uh, sharing the screen space with uh, Brigadier Murthy and Brigadier Swaminathan. They are legends uh, who have participated in uh, 1971 war, and uh, they have made history. They have changed the global geography, uh, global map uh, has been changed because of their participation in 1971 war. So, so absolute honor to be on the same screen with them. And uh, thank you for uh, bringing me in this panel. Uh, why are we talking about war? That was your question, Amita. Yes. So uh, today, as uh, those who are uh, following the, the news would know that uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi is uh, visiting uh, Bangladesh and he is visiting there to attend their uh, Independence Day celebrations. Uh, it is 50 years now since uh, uh, Bangladesh has been independence uh, and uh, it, its independence came in 1971, right? 
simultaneously india is also celebrating 50 years of victory of indo pak war of 1971 right victory uh, the exact victory for indian forces happened on 16th of december 1971 so 16th of december is celebrated as vijay divas in our country okay so last year on 16th of december prime minister narendra modi had lit a torch a mashal theek hai char mashal unhone jalaye 16th of december venue unhone banaya hai for uh, to salute the soldiers वहाँ चार मशाल जलाए गए और चारों मशालों को पूरे एक साल तक ये मशाल जाएंगे उन उन जगहों पर ऑन ऑल दोज प्लेसेज वेयर मार्टियर्स ऑफ 1971 वॉर आर देयर वेयर सोल्जर्स ऑफ 1971 वॉर आर लिविंग इन देयर हाउसेज दे विल गो एक्सप्रेस देयर ग्रेटिट्यूड फॉर हैविंग पार्टिसिपेटेड एंड हैविंग ब्रॉड दी विक्ट्री इन इंडो पाक वॉर ऑफ नाइनटीन तो ये चार मशाल हैं देश के चार कोनों में जा रही हैं और बाई सिक्सटीन दिसंबर ऑफ दिस ईयर वेन इट विल बी फिफ्टी ईयर्स वो मशाल फिर से वापस डेली पर जाएंगी सो दैट इज वन इवेंट दैट इज टेकिंग प्लेस इन इंडिया एट नेशनल लेवल ठीक है और वो मशाल सारे इंडिया आर्मी के सोल्जर्स अलग अलग यूनिट्स अलग अलग स्टेशन पर लेकर जा रहे हैं उन गांवों में जहां से सोल्जर्स आए थे और uh, 1971 वॉर में पार्टिसिपेट किया था और जहां से उनको uh, फिर गैलेंट्री uh, अवार्ड्स मिले उनके पार्टिसिपेशन के लिए तो दैट इज वन इवेंट दैट इज हैपनिंग इन इंडिया एंड सेकेंड ऑफ कोर्स प्राइम मिनिस्टर नाउ गोइंग टू सेलिब्रेट विद शेख हसीना वन ऑफ द ग्लोबल लीडर्स शी इज वन ऑफ द टॉप मोस्ट लीडर्स मोस्ट पावरफुल लीडर्स एज पर दोर्ब्स लिस्ट ऑफ यू एस फॉर्मुलेटिंग वर्ल्ड ओपिनियन दैट इज वन शी इज अ ग्लोबल लीडर टू इंडिया फॉर इंडिया हैविंग गुड टाइज विद नेबर्स इज इम्पॉर्टेंट क्वाड मीटिंग हैज टेकन प्लेस वी ऑल नो वेरी रिसेंटली वेन इंडिया इज इमर्जिंग एज अज लीडर इन दिस इंडो पैसिफिक रीजन फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम ज्वाइनिंग हैंड्स विद यू एस जापान ऑस्ट्रेलिया एंड इशूइंग अ ज्वाइंट स्टेटमेंट सो इंडिया इज इमर्ज एज अज लीडर इन दिस एरिया सो 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 बिल्डिंग अप रिलेशनशिप्स बिटवीन इंडिया एंड बांग्लादेश एंड हैविंग बॉन होमी विद दी नेशन दैट इज ऑल्सो बिल्डिंग अप सो दैट इज अनादर रीजन नाउ वाई डिड वॉर हैपन आई मीन नाइनटीन सेवेंटी what was india's interest to create bangladesh comes the question right so i'll just give you a perspective of what was happening in uh, at global level in 1971 few lines theek hai am i getting a little serious no no absolutely not vijay okay. devas didn't know about it okay so, so thoda sa just a uh, perspective at global level in 1971 uh, uh, when india was there uh, we should know that when independence took place India was one country but Pakistan was divided into portions of West Pakistan and East Pakistan right so Pakistan were two uh, basically two portions of land which was West Pakistan and East Pakistan there was no Bangladesh in 1947 right so within that uh, Pakistan's uh, somehow policies remained that they were they remained more focused on West Pakistan all their policies all their resources have all benefits went to West Pakistan and east pakistan which is now bangladesh remained neglected ignored right only their resources used to get pulled in for the benefit of west pakistan so more or less uh, bangladesh or the east pakistan was like a slave a portion of land for them right so there was this dissent in east pakistan but usse india ko kya karna theek hai the question comes why india again so 
no let me just uh, also give one more aspect theek hai a global aspect since i had said uh, at that point in time in 1971 us and china were helping pakistan and russia was india's friend russia had in fact in august 71 signed a treaty ki if someone attacks india it is an attack on russia we will come to help you and if someone attacks russia it is an attack on india india will come to help so in august 71 itself russia and india had tied this friendship treaty so they were good friends and uh, on pakistan uh, us and china were uh, helping pakistan so that is how the global powers were aligned in that at that time theek hai within india so as i said jo east pakistan tha it remained like a secondary you know a secondary landmass to them uh, not uh, not a focus area for the west pakistan and the government there india may 71 may march 71 may suddenly there was an influx of refugees from east pakistan people started coming in uh, in uh, west bengal uh, northeastern states of meghalaya tripura uh, uh, manipur all these uh, all these you know uh, uh, states which 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 align with uh, bangladesh or east pakistan at that time all these uh, states suddenly had an influx of refugees so many of them uh, figures vary initially there were 3 million and then figures say 10 million and then if you keep reading there are references that no it was 30 million refugees and these refugees are a huge economic burden to a country so indira gandhi ke paas people started writing jo chief ministers the they started writing letters by uh, one of the cm of tripura said it seems in tripura there are more of east pakistanis or bangladeshis now than their own state people that is the condition that is the number of refugee refugees that have uh, there are uh, that are uh, you know uh, coming in, in in our states so that was uh, the the pressure which india felt which indira gandhi felt theek hai to indira gandhi ne bola ki bhai this is not done she interacted with yahya khan was the president that time in pakistan indira gandhi said stop this influx why is this happening uh then uh, nothing nothing materialized she asked for help from us also you know to intervene this refugee problem is becoming a huge problem economic problem for us and then there is a chaos being created uh, you know uh, in those states because of refugee so then this was the big big uh, uh, you know uh, thing which which led india to take a major decision she called at that point in time indira gandhi ji ne kaha ki what is this i am getting so many letters from the cms she called the army chief that time indian army chief was the legend general sam manikshaw absolute uh, uh, huge person uh, as far as indian defense forces are concerned in fact is a uh, uh, he is a case study in the in the uh, uh, as a general uh, for the uh, global uh, defense forces and uh, global uh, defense uh, leaders so indira gandhi invited uh, general sam manikshaw and told him general i am not getting help from anywhere we should launch an attack on bangla east pakistan that time so that that is how it is i will now ask brigadier swaminathan i will uh, he is there he was there at that time as a as a soldier uh, survey commanding officer of a unit what was the reaction of general uh, sam manikshaw but before that one more uh, in two minutes i will explain why refugees were coming to india i will just give you a brief overview why suddenly in march 71 suddenly uh, february and march 71 why suddenly this refugees uh, uh, started pouring in why not before that right 
सो दैट हैज टू डू विद पोलिटिकल सिचुएशन इन पाकिस्तान ठीक है पोलिटिकल सिचुएशन पाकिस्तान यू था कि फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम दे हैड कंडक्टेड इलेक्शन पाकिस्तान में जो इलेक्शन हुए एंड इन दो इलेक्शन द पर्सन वन द इलेक्शन शेख मुजीबुर रहमान ऑफ अवामी लीग शेख मुजीबुर रहमान ऑफ अवामी लीग हैड वन द इलेक्शन विद क्लियर मेजोरिटी बट शेख मुजीबुर रहमान जी जो थे ही वॉज नॉट इन गुड बुक्स ऑफ याहिया खान द प्रेसिडेंट सिटिंग इन वेस्ट पाकिस्तान सो President Yahya Khan was not interested in transferring the power to Sheikh Mujibur Rahman, the person who had won the elections in East Pakistan. So that is when the tussle began. He didn't want to give the power. 26th of March, 1971, Yahya uh, Sheikh Mujibur Rahman, sitting in East Pakistan, said, "This is no more East Pakistan. Now we are an independent country, and we are Bangladesh." so it is in 1971 26 march uh, sheikh mujibur rahman the independence of bangladesh now they were still sitting under pakistan government the army was also uh, east army was uh, still of uh, east pakistan the police was administration was still of east pakistan but they became the, uh, the uh, he announced himself as the prime minister and he announced that we are now independent nation so then became the unre- then began began the unrest in the country theek hai when it became when the unrest became the tussle became the the uh, more of army poured in 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 the east pakistan to you know uh, crush this uh, uprising and uh, they called it operation searchlight okay so 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 pakistan army began with their operation called operation searchlight and in operation searchlight so many army troops three, four divisions 30 to 40000 troops of uh, army came from west pakistan in east pakistan and they started killing general public because general public had elected uh, sheikh mujibur rahman democratically elected so entire feelings emotions were with sheikh mujibur rahman so they were supporting this army started killing them genocide mass killings mass rape absolute atrocities on general public started happening and here uh, they were also west pakistan uh, was insisting that the language official language should be urdu whereas those living in east pakistan were bangla speaking people so they didn't want urdu to be their national language so that was another you know big reason for their uh, for their uh, dissatisfaction in the area to is tarah se to fir jo tha this operation searchlight was uh, was the one which became a trigger when people uh, were getting killed in hundreds and thousands so that is why they started running towards india and that is why this influx of refugees of 10 million and something or say 30 million refugees mostly hindus mostly bangla speaking muslims who started coming in india from wherever possible whether west bengal possible whether meghalaya whether manipur or assam whichever are the border states of east pakistan they started coming inside india so that is what that is what the genesis is that is what it is uh, that is why pakistan army was hated in 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 east pakistan and uh, sheikh mujibur rahman then to fight with this operation searchlight to fight with this uh, army created his own army volunteers those who defected from the pakistan army they and he called it mukti bahini right mukti is freedom bahini is struggle uh, uh, struggler so uh, freedom struggle uh, struggler so mukti bahini is, uh, was the army that got created 
now i want uh, the uh, brigadier swaminathan to please come in and tell the the, the reaction of what was general sam maniksha and how and when exactly did the war began brigadier swaminathan your input please i would like to swaminathan ji you are not clear there i think that can yeah Okay. Should should we wait? I think you can maybe explain okay. it. Yeah, great. Go ahead, Brigadier. Okay. Can you hear? Yeah. Yes. Now I was deployed along the border with Kuch Bihar district in West Bengal. On the 28th of March, I received the first batch of refugees running from Rangpur area. That was now in North Bangladesh. Then it was the north of East Pakistan. Huge mass. men women children old yes we are listening to you brigadier yeah. swaminathan please speak yeah. i am just showing the map also simultaneously okay okay now <clears throat> men women children sick old all type of people very rich people very poor they all started running with whatever little they could carry and we couldn't control our government i could say that they were totally unprepared for it because nobody expected such a mass influx of refugees by the time the government then started making preparations under the situation was then not under control now at this time so sometime around uh, april may no may june the, the then prime minister mrs indira gandhi in a meeting wanted Indian Army to move into Bangladesh, that's all there is Pakistan, and told the Chief of Army Staff, General Sam Manaksha. But Manaksha said, "I am not prepared at, as yet because we require a lot of equipment. The area is fully waterlogged with the rain coming on. It would not be possible to do that. Leave it to me. I will attack when I choose." So. the prime minister had to give him and that's how we started preparing ultimately that's part of it so we moved from there to various places and ultimately we landed in a place known as bora salient that was in 1971 june for aim bora salient is inside uh, uh, east pakistan <clears throat> it is covering the access towards rangpur my task was to 
put a tight leash on rangpur so that they don't reinforce or send the troops from the garrison to other places that's even inside then then about uh, beginning november we concentrated at a place known as balur ghat that is the <clears throat> that is in west bengal from that the road leads to to a place known as hilly then towards dhaka what is the direct approach then we concentrated so we were preparing for battle that is the genesis of the problem now you want me to elaborate on this so yes so uh, what uh, j- uh, this is the hilly area which brigadier uh, uh, swaminathan is talking about it is uh, on the border of india and uh, bangladesh so that is that is where uh, brigadier swaminathan and brigadier moti were posted and uh, indian army uh, finally had decided that they will not go in attack uh, march april they will go in attack in uh, november and december when when uh, floods have subsided so that you know army can move in and, and actually launch an attack and they can uh, remain uh, that attack can uh, remain uh, uh, they can sustain that attack and uh, offense so so november december they had come uh, and here in uh, indian army had uh, decided Uh, to begin with it was uh, indian star- army had started building troops along east pakistan border right they had started building their troops but uh, they had uh, not yet decided on the attack date but since they had started building their troops it was building pressure on pakistan west pakistan they were getting worried ki ye kya ho raha hai ye kya ho raha hai kab ho raha hai so from november onwards uh, yahya khan uh, kept biting his teeth they are about to attack they are about to attack so suddenly one fine day on 3 december as a preemptive preemptive attack they just decided okay they are not doing it we'll do it i think that it was an absolute uh, impulsive decision we can say on their part on 3 december pakistan air force pakistan's air pl- uh, fighting planes bombarded 11 places of india 11 places of india uh, along uh, punjab border rajasthan border and even in agra pathan kot ambala there are 11 places where they bombarded for no reason at all india had not yet begun its offensive or india had just planned uh, india had just built up its forces around along the border between india and uh, east pakistan as a preemptive uh, you know as a, that they might india might attack they had uh, to build pressure on india they bombarded and their intention was that they will engage india along the india and west pakistan border so that indian forces come to west pakistan and that bangladesh part is uh, remains unattended by indian army that was their intention okay so they wanted to engage there so so on when 3 december they attacked Indira Gandhi got a reason she came up in the parliament and she said this was an iron lady we are talking about a lady which uh, whom uh, uh, subsequently atal bihari bajpayee has uh, called goddess durga herself it was her will power her strength the, the strongest country of america uh, strong, uh, strongest country of the world like america was not holding hands right and despite that she said we are being pushed into war they have attacked us we will retaliate and we will win right she had the support of a strong uh, army leader like general sam maniksha and the, i think that uh, these they make a, a beautiful example of how when properly a leadership uh, takes uh, stand and uh, stands by their decision how wars can be won and global uh, maps can be changed so finally on 3rd december 
uh, when they, they bombed Fort December, Indian Army launched a full-fledged attack on East Pakistan, and that that is where uh, I think Brigadier Swaminathan and Brigadier Murthy were already, uh, I guess, re- uh, sitting uh, ready by that time, launching their attack, uh, getting ready to attack. So this 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 war, uh, Indo-Pak war, from 4th December, it happened till uh, 16th December, just 13 days, just 13 days. Okay. And yes, these are the uh, pictures of war. I will, uh, this is the picture where uh, Brigadier Swaminathan is taking a surrender on 16th of December. Finally, Pakistan army surrendered. They were so defeated. They were so scared. We uh, subsequently read in newspapers and uh, uh, several books have been published. And uh, the, the person who was leading the Eastern Command uh, from Pakistan was General Niazi. And General Niazi ka ye halat tha, subsequently we read that uh, on uh, 14-15 December they were heti- having a meeting in Dhaka, governor of uh, Dhaka and uh, Eastern Army Command Chief General Niazi were having a meeting in Dhaka and Indian forces uh, got the intelligence that there is a meeting here. Indian Air Force bombed the area. There was no map in that time. We have Google map, hai. We, have, uh, we are able to, you know, satellite hai and all, we are able to pinpoint. Indian Air Force did not have an exact, you know, that kind of map. They paper map, dekha. roughly, this is the place they were told meeting. So, they bombed the Indian Army, ne kiya. Indian Air Force ne bomb kiya. Now, when, when it bombed, so all the windows, doors and all the building around that shattered. And that meeting, ke samay, it is documented. Us meeting ke samay, General Niazi and the governor went under the table. General Niazi, papak papak ke ro rahe hain. Remember, this is not, these are not my words. These are the words of public relations officer of Pakistan. Wo papak papak ke ro rahe the table ke niche. Guske governor saab jo the, unhone table ke niche baate baate apna resignation likha aur unhone ka table ke niche main nahi yahan pe lead karta ba. So that is the scare. Within 13 days, Indian Defence Forces were able to generate in the in the in the Pakistan army. And you know, now that we read the statistics, 30,000 troops of Pakistan army were there in uh, in around Dhaka. Indian Army ke 30 kilometer door par sirf 3,000 troops the. Sirf 3,000 troops the. But the scare, but the scare that generated those that bomb blast generated. It, this is where we we see that how psychological warfare comes into the play. How, how you can you know play on the uh, psychologically you can put down an enemy by by uh, despite being less in number in that area. Uh, we had scared General Nialvi and the governor so much that. That, that they were crying and then uh, they were ready to surrender. Finally, uh, our army chief in 1971, General Sam Manikshah, General J.F.R. Jacob, he phone to him that General Jacob, go and take the surrender from General Niazi. He won't take it. Bangladesh uh, is no more in their control now. So General J.F.R. Jacob should also be guts. Aap ek, uh, ek, uh, Dhaka, ek aisi city hai, jahan pe, as I said, 30,000 Pakistani troops, enemy troops are there. He just flew down, gaadi mein baithe, gaadi mein baith kar ke sise General Niazi ke paas gaye. Jab war chal raha hai, enemy mein, ek soldier, enemy territory mein chala jaye, to he can become a prisoner of war, he can be shot down, he can be treated any which way. It was absolute admirable guts of general jfr jacob jo wahan par fly down kiya unhone gaadi mein baith ke general niazi ke paas gaye aur seedhe muh par bola general niazi aapko ghel liya gaya hai aur ab aap agar surrender nahi karenge to indian army is launching full fledged attack aap log uh, uh, 
आई कैन टेक नो गारंटी बट अगर आप सरेंडर करेंगे तो आई गारंटी दी सेफ्टी ऑफ योर लाइफ योर फैमिलीज लाइफ एंड पीपल अराउंड लाइव्स ऑफ पीपल अराउंड एंड टू दैट जनरल याजी विद टियर्स इन हिज आईज अग्रीड फॉर द सरेंडर एंड व्हेन सरेंडर हैपेंड नेक्स्ट डे जनरल याजी सरेंडर टू टू द ईस्टर्न कमांड आर्मी थिएटर में जनरल अरोरा जो लीड कर रहे थे उनको सरेंडर जो इंस्ट्रूमेंट ऑफ सरेंडर साइन किया और जिस वक्त साइन किया उस वक्त सारी जगह जहां पाकिस्तान और आर्मी इंडियन आर्मी की लड़ाई चल रही थी तो सारी जगह पाकिस्तान सोल्जर्स ने इंडियन कमांडिंग ऑफिसर्स को सरेंडर किया सो एट दैट टाइम ब्रिगेडियर स्वामीनाथन वाज कमांडिंग मराठा लाई रेजिमेंट एंड दैट इज हाउ पाकिस्तान फोटोग्राफ आई वुड से अगेन रिक्वेस्ट अगेन टू बी शोन वेन पाकिस्तानी ऑफिसर इज सरेंडरिंग टू ब्रिगेडियर स्वामीनाथन एंड वी आर एब्सोल्यूटली ऑनर टू टू बी शेयरिंग स्क्रीन स्पेस विद सच अजेंडरी पर्सन एज ब्रिगेडियर स्वामीनाथन एंड ब्रिगेडियर मूर्ति zone. and the air force supported us through and through and army of course took the cake Absolutely. now regarding the surrender at patepo uh, um, now i was sent on a wide outflanking movement from the main axis that is the um, place known as mitapoko mitapoko to rangpur was the main axis since it was being held strongly i was sent on a wide outflanking movement along a track to reach rangpur so i left on the 15th evening and early morning on the 16th my troops the leading troops came in contact with the pakistanis at that place on the gagatnala that is on the fatehpur side and the pakistan men were taking their morning ablutions and our fellows said no mercy and devi got a lot of them i am surprised at this age i must tell you that when the uh, war was on they should have put somebody to give them early warning there is no early warning they are all having a probably a picnic in that area i'm sorry to say that unsoldierly like anyway that was to our advantage we got them with a really pants down and that is where it was then the um, battle continued 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 both sides played havoc with each other and this is where then captain suresh murthy i had kept him with me by my side on the spot the casualties were treated a large number of such battle casualties on his immediate treatment were able to survive i don't think any other doctor would have faced the risk as much as murthy had done that's why we named him as infantry doctor so he is a typical infantry man who became a doctor not otherwise so he played a major role in treating one of all the casualties now at about that time exactly at uh, 
1:30 p.m. Indian Standard Time on 16th of December, as we were planning to mount a night attack to clear the silos, suddenly the white flag went up around the Pakistan side. It is a big shock to me because a sudden surprise. We never expected that they would put up a flag. So when the flag was put up, I told my troops to cease firing. Pakistan is also shouted, "Please cease fire. We want to surrender." Then we shouted back, asking the officer to come up on the bun. Then when the officer came up on the bun, we told him. to keep the flag on put his hands up and then come to the bridge he came alone to the bridge with his hands up and i met him off on the bridge that is that famous photograph which you see now soon after the surrender my whole troops were absolutely in a jubilant mood we came a big sabash So that is why we took the surrender. Then at this time, this is Major Niazi. <clears throat> He then intimated that at 3 p.m. on that day, his brigade commander from Rangpur would like to surrender. Not this. This is not the photo. The other one. The brigadier standing in front. Anyway, that um, brigade commander. So at exactly three o'clock, we waited. My unfortunately, my brigade commander to take a little extra time. By the time they had come, and Brigadier Abdul Naim, name, along with the tank commander. There is only one tank regiment in Pakistan, of Pakistan in East Pakistan, that was commanded by one Lieutenant Colonel Faruqi. So Faruqi. accompanied abdul naim and both of them surrendered to me at 3 o'clock on the bridge same place where niyazi surrendered now brigadier uh, swami nathan i'll ask you one question when they surrendered how you had been firing at them you had been uh, you know wanting to kill them uh, till a few moments back but when they surrendered how was your reaction did you kill them how was your reaction how did you interact with them because we have seen world has seen uh, uh, wing commander uh, abhinandan uh, being uh, uh, falling in pakistan uh, through his flight and then uh, general public uh, really uh, you know hitting him those videos uh, whatsapp videos had circulated how and then subsequently no one knows how he was treated inside except for few videos when he says he's fantastic so we have seen how indian uh, air force officer was treated by, uh, as a, as a prisoner of war in in pakistan i want your opinion you have physically taken surrender of uh, uh, pakistani soldiers how did you treat them what was your uh, behavior with them Now, i want i would like to tell you pakistanis are pakistanis but hindustanis are hindustan we are all very very lovable kind people whereas they are all treated like savages i would like to say that now when the pakistani officer began to surrender we followed the international convention respect for the prisoner he had no harm nothing then we went and saw in a picket he invited us we visited his place men fully armed how much of american you know why they surrendered now to reinforce my statement i will tell you 
the moment the brigadier surrendered he asked in tamil whether he can get a dosa and idli okay i was completely taken aback then he said he is from a leading muslim family from madras but migrated to pakistan that his mother and sister were still living in madras now thereafter my brigade commander came and they all had a chat you could see that photograph all of them my brigade commander brigade naim rookie me standing there my men were immediately ready made some nice pakoras and tea now for it so the point is this many people ask me are how is it that killing till recently you were fighting with each other killing each other now you are enjoying over a cup of tea then i tell you are very correct soldiers are never enemy but you always fight the politicians war that is now as a sequence of then we went to rangpur and blah 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 happened later i was moved another day now gone where it took the center of the other group now let's say here one thing that all the living things in the world give birth to their offspring we are the very very proud indians and especially the armed forces gave birth to the nation which is very very rare and i think it is the biggest honor that ever happened in my life never forget with very very few people can this honor Absolutely. Very, very I'll, I'll interrupt with you. Uh, we'll hear you again, Mr. Uh, Swaminathan. But Sipping uh, 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 Thoughts is a women's-centric uh, channel, and we know that during 1971 war, one uh, lady, Air Marshal Padma Bandhopadhyay, she was uh, sh- that time she was a young officer, uh, a medical officer, and she was curing patient, patients, uh, the the wounded, uh, war wounded, uh, in the war zone. and she was awarded vishisht sena medal for her services uh, for having uh, you know attended to war uh, war casualties and we have uh, with us uh, brigadier murthy brigadier murthy also uh, brigadier murthy you have interacted with uh, with the, these uh, women um, uh, your course mate i think i would like your inputs uh, in, in this if you can come in but one thing yes ours is a killing profession Whereas Murthy was curing profession, sure, tell yes. a different story. So what sure. Murthy? Yes, yes. Over to Suresh. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Hello. Uh, thank yes, you, sir. We can hear you, Brigadier Murthy. It's your birthday. Many happy returns of the day. First. Thank you so much. Thank you and, so much. And we want your opinion about your participation as a as a medical officer and your interaction with uh, Air Marshal Padma. As as a matter of fact, uh, myself, Padma, and there was there was one more lady who rose up to the rank is Sergeant Vice Admiral Punita Arora. Yes. We are we three are course mates. We joined army together. Okay. Padma and Punita they belong to second batch of Armed Forces Medical College. Okay. They graduated in 1967. Right. They they also completed their degree and 68 January we joined together. Actually there is no selection and discrimination that so and so is a lady officer or so and so is a gent officer. Professionally we all are doctors 
and on their own merit the ladies also they have come up to the highest possible ranks and as far as army medical corps is concerned since time immemorial the ladies have been picking up higher ranks one star general two star general and these two plus one more lady three three ladies have become lieutenant general rank three star so they have been very sincere and uh, they have come up on their own merit and grit there is no bias that so and so is a lady so she should be kept behind not like that everybody is up on their own merit that's how these three ladies have come up and very major part major thing in consideration is the age factor at the time when you reach those senior levels you should have adequate age behind you that means the entry into service should be at a minimum possible permissible age the students coming from other medical colleges by the time they enter into armed forces they have already spent more time after having graduated whereas the biggest advantage of armed forces medical college students is they continue with their student days only into the commission so they don't lose age age is a very major factor for promotions i want to hear your experience in the war zone uh, uh, we know uh, that you are a doctor but uh, when brigadier uh, swaminathan told you to come along and be there when where bullets were firing where uh, rt shells were you know uh, falling left and right of you people were uh, did you see anyone dying uh, in front of you anyone hit, getting hit by uh, uh, bullets or uh, i mean how yeah 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 Yeah. You see, you uh, see, I, I will first start when when a recruit or anybody who gets into the army, first thing the armed forces start is their immunization immunization program, so that vaccines for to control uh, this uh, typhoid and paratyphoid. Number one, number two, to control tetanus. These two vaccines are started right from day one in the training center for everybody, hundred percent. because nobody knows where one is going to have his meals and water from where and injuries only god is for that anyway and to take care of the battle casualties there are certain basic principles we follow that is first is stop bleeding bleeding has to be stopped number 2 relieve the casualty of pain painkiller has to be administered number 3 local dressing of the wound and giving a support by putting a splint if required and number 4 is replenish the lost fluid whatever bleeding has been there you start a intravenous bottle immediately and thereafter the patient can be evacuated at the battlefront what we give the treatment we call it it is actually the first aid on the spot we don't carry out any more technical things these are the basic principles and uh, conventionally the regimental aid post that is the medical establishment of a unit we establish it at forward logistic support base not exactly at the battle front but on 25th november night when i met my commanding officer for the first time brigadier swaminathan on the battlefield at nawapara evening it was already dark our two companies had already been in, inducted in so he asked me doctor where are you going to establish your medical regimental medical aid post i said 
teaching as per teaching is at the advanced logistic support base but if forget about the teaching i want you to establish your medical support post within this campus along with my battalion headquarter so that the casualties don't lose any time in reaching the medical aid that was the time is a prime factor so i established in one of the room over there next early morning we had a battalion attack on us by four frontier forces and our overnight patrol it was returning at that time so the sardar saab in the patrol he stamped onto a anti personnel mine and his foot was blown off that was the first casualty i had you see when there is a blow up of a foot or any part of the body because of the mine mine we call it in hindi surang ye khadan nahi hai surang hoti hai so mine blast injury mein the body gets shattered so to stop bleeding it is not a single bleeder or two or three bleeders are there so the complete area is bleeding so to prevent that bleed to arrest that bleeding we soak gauze piece big gauze piece into acriflavin lotion squeeze it and stuff it up in the injured part and put a tight bandage that is one for pain relief at that time we had tubonic morphia it is a omnipon a british product having 1/4 grain of morphia or 15 mg of morphia in that that is the best pain killer thereafter intravenous given and all that so that, that was the first casualty and the other casualty is as we were in defensive posture so we had about dozen of casualties of which 50% perished in which we lost our major dutkar major dutkar tried to retrieve this mine casualty that time he got shot up and he got posthumous veer chakra yes i'll interrupt you now other there were a total of 3800 soldiers uh, of uh, indian army and supported by uh, bangladesh army who had lost their lives while we helped bangladesh take their independence so 3800 army soldiers have lost uh, our uh, forces have lost lives uh, in this which uh, which is which is uh, which ended up being the uh, uh, in creation of this bangladesh war and our win of indo pak war of 1971 and for which we celebrate vijay divas on 16th of december so so yes uh, uh, i will uh, just while brigadier murthy was curing uh, you know uh, bullet injuries mine injuries and splinter injuries uh, injured soldiers uh, they were coming in hundreds and uh, brigadier murthy was uh, has uh, narrated to me how person sitting next to him uh, he had dinner with him and the next day morning those officers had all, uh, died uh, of these uh, uh, shells bomb shells and bullet injuries and what was happening at international level i was uh, I, i was not there i joined uh, indian army in 1995 i am uh, much uh, younger in forces and then i left army in 2002 so i'm, I'm uh, much uh, uh, have put much less of service but i have read about it and Uh, having read about it, what was while while he was curing and by, while Brigadier Swami Nathan was uh, fighting and take uh, fighting with the uh, and deploying his own uh, Maratha, like 22 Maratha Lai, his own unit uh, in hilly area in along Indo Pak in uh, Indo and uh, Bangladesh border. What was happening at the in, international level? 12th of December, 12th of December, a meeting was being held in United. 
and uh, George Bush Senior was representing USA and they asked India. India ka jo foreign minister the Swarn Singh ji baithe hue the United Nations ki assembly mein and they asked what is India's intention. It was 12th of December, right? The battle had already started. War was already on its, uh, you know, uh, absolutely full-fledged uh, war was on between India and Pakistan. And that time in UN assembly, question was asked by uh, US. Hello. What are India's intentions in Pakistan? First, I want US to answer what is your intention in Vietnam? The Vietnam war was also going on simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they said, you are no one to ask me. You settle your own front line. What you are doing, first you give explanation to the world what you are doing and then we will tell the world what we are doing. We are doing for a humanitarian cause. We are doing for the betterment. That he didn't answer. His answer, he was questioned. What are India's intentions? Yeah. And he gave a counter question. What are US intentions in Vietnam? And the matter ended there. There was no more dwelling on the on the on the on the subject. At final, finally, I would like to say Please. in all this, I'm extremely proud that I was able to command one of the some of the best troops under command, including officers, JCOs, other ranks, and no comparison to the Indian Army troops. I'm actually proud of them. And even today, if I'm given a chance, though I'm just touching 91, if I'm given a chance, I would like to join the services and then serve my battalion because I was the first officer commissioned the battalion. So, hooray to them. Absolutely, hooray. 93,000 soldiers uh, uh, surrendered to India and it is a historic win because after Second World War, this had happened uh, for the first time and it has never ha happened subsequently. So, absolute historic win and Indira Gandhi had uh, on uh, uh, subsequent to 16th December uh, surrender, uh, she had announced in, in, in Parliament, she had said, what a world admires is a deed well done and we certainly did a brilliant job by, by you know, cleanly uh, sweeping off Pakistan off its foot and, and defeating them and uh, announcing on 6th of December 1971, Indira Gandhi had recognized Bangladesh as a country, you know, so, and subsequently, uh, of course, we know that the entire world gave uh, Bangladesh a recognition of a different country and Pakistan lost 60% of its population and the portion of its land. So that was a brilliant victory. So that is the story and that is what we are celebrating. And I'm saying that it was the largest military surrender after the World War II. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was something like when I was reading about it, it is you feel your chest full of. No, no, but one thing, but one thing I would like to say, emphasize on this point, that we are the proud people who gave birth to a nation. Birth yes. to a nation is a very, very uh, important point. In Absolutely. addition to taking 93,000 prisoners, we liberated and gave birth. Changed global map, absolutely. Changed global map. And we took Pakistan's half territory also. And uh, just uh, just adding to it, uh, since I had given the you know introduction of India, uh, US, how global powers were playing of Russia and uh, America. Uh, Russia was aligning with India and America was aligning with with uh, with Pakistan. So around uh, you know 12th, 13th December, uh, US uh, had sent its naval uh, its seventh fleet. 
ప్రాబ్లమ్ number one that is a very very essential point and now after that things turned their own way and uh, i would like to add here i am not a politician i am going to all this though the chinese said they support pakistan but physically there is no support coming from china to pakistan to our luck that is the truth well what if i mean it's such a it's like almost reliving what happened in 1971 to be here listening to all of this i think vita what i i think it's just amazing yeah, yeah you were all you were not even born at the time i think no we were, were born. born i was born in 1969 so yes i was there <laughs> in 1971 <laughs> yeah yeah so i was a boy child born <laughs> and uh, Yes, okay. So I'd like to understand from you just your closing thoughts. I know that you've explained the story beautifully. Just any last thoughts that you would like to leave everyone with. So we can start with you uh uh Captain uh Brigadier Murthy. Uh as Brigadier Swaminathan told that his interaction with Pakistanis on 9th December night we went for an attack for an attack and after overnight pitched battle we captured nine live pws of pakistani troops so they were brought to our location we were just about a kilometer short of where actual battle had taken place we were at dura so brigadier swaminathan was asking them about attack of 26th morning which they had put on our location so there was a havaldar he says sab jo hukum milta hai usko follow karte hain baki hum fauji hain hum to apne man se kuch nahi karte jo hukum milta hai wo karte hain hamari aap se na waqfiyat hai na hamari aap se dushmani he said hamari aap se waqfiyat bhi nahi hai na dushmani hai fark aap mein hum mein itna hai ki aap hari vardi mein ho hum khaki vardi mein hukum upar se jo milta hai wo karte hain this is one thing what a pakistani soldier had told my commanding officer after he was captured right <laughs> actually actually what he said was that uh, he has not seen his commanding officer at all 
and with great difficulty once in a while he could see his company commander whereas here he saw us moving freely with our men and we are completely taken aback and shocked at the state and one thing he said sir in court games there are three aces which are very very lucky but we pakistanis we have all the four races against us that is we didn't have air we didn't have artillery we didn't have armor even allah was against us <laughs> that is the interpretation which is very true absolutely and we had soft to them they were speaking openly and he said if only we had officers like you to command us but even the best army in the world i said don't worry we are the better army than anybody else in the world with our wonderful troops not like you people actually because uh, I'm, uh, i i i don't want to blame them but is their way of command they were absolutely not well looked after by the office that is what i would like to say yeah, over to murthy captain shweta go ahead so Just to complete the story, uh, by by yes, then we uh, have uh, three minutes left. So uh, yeah, can I can I talk sure. about two of my casualties? Please. One one was we had an officer with just three and a half three and a half weeks of service. He had joined us from Indian Military Academy. On the ninth night, when we went on attack, he he was injured. He got a shot on his chest. Uh, around one o'clock, first lot of casualties came to me. So I was already busy with the casualties, local casualties because of the artillery shelling. So I was told that a new officer has come. So I called for his name. It was pitch dark outside. He responded. So I leaned on to him. I gave my hand. I said, "Is Second Lieutenant Arjun Nanavati?" I gave my hand. I said, "Arjun, point me out where you got the shot." So he took my hand on to left side of his chest, just below the collarbone. So I caught hold of him by his shirt collar, dragged him inside the room, ripped open his jersey and shirt, woolen jersey and shirt. I ripped them open. I wanted to see the wound of entry and wound of exit. The wound of entry was the collarbone. We call it clavicle. If you draw a line from center of clavicle down to the nipple, halfway through the, that distance was the wound of entry, the bullet. so i turned him on his i turned him around i wanted to see the back for the wound of exit the bullet had crossed the scapula and got arrested under the skin is it now night at about 130 and brigadier swaminathan was just about 25 meters away from me from from there he was conducting the battle so i put a shell dressing on his chest and tonic morphia given and i we started i crawled because knee height crossfire was going on man could not walk or sit straight on ground because at that level the bullets were flying because in machine gun you see a tracer bullet after frequent intervals so that you know where the exact fire is going its rate of firing is 600 rounds a minute so i crawled down to brigadier swaminathan told him that arjun has come so he also crawled along with me came and saw him he said how is he exercise at the moment he is all right hopefully he should come back from hospital the my car was away from there from there the further ad advanced dressing station is another about 5 7 kilometers from there the field hospital 
where the patients are operated. Okay. This is another 20 kilometers away. Acha. Hello, Suresh. Can I interrupt? Yeah. Yeah. I would like to say something on this, on that um, counterattack day. Suresh just joined me in the night, early morning. The enemy counterattacked us. In the counterattack, one of our troops got come in, got involved in the minefield. That's what he said. Emir Subhadar Ismail. Now, company commander was Major Jatka. He went ahead. In spite of the firing, he went ahead to rescue the wounded of them. At the time, enemy saw him coming towards him. I was just hardly about three to five feet behind him. Enemy shot him. In spite of that, he still advanced and tried to recover the wounded JCO. But unfortunately, he passed away. We recommended him for higher award, but luckily he got a Veer Chakra and got a posthumous award. As of him, we celebrate. We always remember him in bravery. I think that's and Suresh war. Yeah. We have to always remember so many brave people. So, Captain Shweta, I'd also like to get your last thoughts as uh, we are running at the end of the session. Kirti, I approached you that uh, awareness session uh, should be conducted for all women also, not just men. Uh, we are able to have sip and thoughts, we are able to sip coffee peacefully because some people out there are laying their lives, some people are out there living in deep snow, some people are living there in extreme deserts and extreme jungles. Indian soldiers, we should, uh, you know, recognize them and uh, we should acknowledge their their uh, uh, efforts, which are there to uh, so that we can, you know, have sipping thoughts. So that is what it is, and that is why. And I was absolutely, uh, I'm absolutely enamored by the contribution of Brigadier Suresh Murthy and Brigadier Swaminathan back in 1971 for having changed the global map. So my honor, absolutely, to have been part of this event. Nita, I'd like to call you for the thank you. So, uh, what about my cup of tea? <laughs> we are going to do that personally. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. we, that's, uh, that's our, uh, uh, how do you say, that's a pride moment for us to be here to listen to the stories from you who has been there. We could never know that we will be hearing the stories from you. So that's a great moment for us. And as uh, uh, Captain Shweta said that, uh, we are sipping our cup of coffee and cup of tea just because you people serve the war. You people keep us safe. You people bring the nation independent. So, so you know, we always say that we gave our today for your tomorrow. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. The thing. Absolutely. So, salute. Sir. Salute. Famous saying. Thanks a lot. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank, Thank you all so much. So much. God bless Thank you all. all. God bless.